Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Attention, ladies and gentlemen. This is a public service announcement. Manscaped now has beard products and is going even further with their brand new Weed Whacker 2.0. Go ahead and tell the world, people. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming are traveling north of your South Pole with their revolutionary grooming products. The new Weed Whacker 2.0 and their new beard line confirms they have all the best tools for your hygiene toolbox. Time for you to upgrade your game by going to manscaped.com and using our code FRATCHAT for 20% off plus free shipping. Again, that's promo code FRATCHAT for 20% off plus free shipping. Oh, yeah. And we are recording. Oh, yeah. How are you feeling, Simo? Are you sick? I have a cold. I always have a cold. I feel like I'm always sick. It's crazy. The, I don't know if of, the uh, weather keeps changing or if it's because I'm just a weak little bitch. Who knows? Uh, the inside of Simo's body, it looks like one of those like Musinex hats. Like, I'm the evil cold and I'm coming after you. <laughs> Take Musinex and slap that bitch right in the face. No! Yeah, that's what you're going to do. I think so I'm, I'm probably patient zero. <laughs> I probably am. Who wants to play kissy face? As <laughs> <laughs> she coughs away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome. To the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris. And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. I'm Carlos Garcia with Chris Simo Moore. How's it going, Mr. Moore? <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> you know what? It is what it is. People get sick. I'm not much of a, of a, of a bitch about it. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. And every time Simo talks to you guys, just picture this sound. Just just imagine this. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here eating an apple. I'm eating drinking. You good guy. Drinking lots of water, eating lots of fruit. Are you sure that's water this time? And, and just pour uh, <laughs> a little vodka soda in there again? <laughs> Let me tell you, I love, I live off of vodka soda, but not today. <laughs> Honestly, I should switch to them because it is so much better for you. Like, I love rum and cokes, and they're great. No, I'm not going to be wrong. Like, it's delicious. I'm smooth drunk. But then I realized that at the end of the night, when I have like 10 rum and cokes, I have like 10 fucking cokes. You know what I mean? So I'm laying up at night, wide awake, and all that dark soda is so much worse for you than like a clear Sprite and shit. Burping so, like an animal. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's awful. You can't pass Dude. out, and then you just feel awful later. So. 
the first time I had ever ordered a hot toddy from the bar, I was thrown wow. through a loop because growing up, my mom would give me what she considered a hot toddy, which was just a lemon drop. It was literally just like a shot of vodka and lemon. Yeah, no, that's not a hot toddy. <laughs> it's not a hot toddy. But when I was younger, she'd be like, here, let me let me do this. She's like, honey, just drink this. I know it doesn't taste good. Just, just drink it. You'll be fine. She would get me liquored up and go to bed. That's what, that's what I thought a hot toddy was. So I went to the bar. I was like, can I get a round of hot toddies? And I had all these like warm drinks. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. We can't it's supposed to be hot, dude. What, what do you think it's called a hot toddy for? I don't know. No idea. And you know what? My, just... my uncle, my mom's brother's name is Todd. So I wish she's a hot toddy. I just thought it was like her, her brother's favorite drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's just too many things to unravel there. How about <laughs> I know. A drink being called a hot toddy, and you have an uncle named Todd. I, I just do not want to touch it. <laughs> it's very rapey. I'm not going to touch it. It wasn't me. It was the voice. Shout out to Simo's uh, uncle, Hot Todd. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it was just this jizz and vodka that's just, that's just yeah. what you didn't know the old family recipe <laughs> that's why that's why every time you're having it he's by the window smiling like <laughs> yeah. and one day I was like son. we should look into veganism <laughs> yeah fuck that yeah oh god <laughs> I couldn't do it no offense to vegans can't do it just not for me not for me. If you're a vegan, um, I'm assuming you can't you can't have jizz. Is that a fair assumption? No, it's an animal product, right? I, it is. We well, I guess it depends on what you believe. Uh, if you believe, if you're a vegan and you believe that we descend from animals, then you can't have jizz. But if you are a vegan who believes that like God just like plooped us there, then you don't think that we descend from the monkey. And we're not animals, so you can have jizz. So isn't that weird? Depends what kind of vegan. <laughs> this is so gross. My friend of mine recently told me, I'm not, I can't say who it is, but a friend of mine recently told me that him and his friends would put jizz on a frying pan along with eggs. What? As oh! a prank for their friends. They would oh, fry up the no. little swimmers in eggs. And then, then after their friends, he'd be like, hey, you just ate my jizz. Wouldn't you be oh. so upset? Well, especially because you couldn't tell. They're both clear, and then probably mixes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy? <laughs> if the day they had the jizz eggs, the entire team had, like, the best times ever. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> they broke all the records. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and then he's just begging his friend, please jizz on my eggs, dude. <laughs> I need it. I want to no. win. <laughs> you were so mad the first time now i want to do it please mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll do anything please just come on my eggs buddy i love you that's not what you said before <laughs> oh. oh god uh, i like how we we're six minutes into the show and i have already spoken about jizzing in people's eggs <laughs> well we haven't talked about poop yet so we can we can go there that's true that's definitely true. Uh, actually, Stella just had some weird color poop. Very oh, healthy yeah. positioning, but it was like 
orange. Was it, <laughs> so, was it like oh, orange? It wasn't the color of the sea. <laughs> no, she has some blue poop. I'm gonna be very question, very concerned. I think I think it was like a, the treat that she had yesterday. It had some coloring in it, so now she's pooping orange. Mm-hmm. But she's right here. She's right behind me, sleeping away. Because Julie's gone, and Stella loves me more. So, yay! <laughs> you know what? The first date I went on when I was in Chicago, one of my first gay dates, actually. No. Oh. I guess it's my first like gay date in Chicago, but I met this guy on this. Does remember this website called Plenty of Fish? Plenty of Fish. I never went on it, but yeah, that's what that wasn't that one of the first ones. Old school, yeah, it's one of the old school dating sites. So I had a profile on there, and I met this guy at in Chicago. It's called a Navy Pier. It's kind of like the boardwalk. Um, it's got like a, a, some rides and like a bunch of like shops and things. So anyway, so we we meet there. And he's like, what shall we do? And I was like, uh, I want to go on the bumper cars. I'm going to go on the Ferris wheel. I want to do putt-putt. I was naming all these things. And he's like, let's just walk around and talk. No one talks anymore. You know, like, uh, what color would you say the water is? And I was like, I don't know. Is dirty a color? Are you fucking kidding me? But it was like ruined from the beginning. But whenever I think of um, just the color of something, I always think about this loser being like, what color would you say the water is? Who cares? What? What? Fucking and then also, um, we we were on the Ferris wheel, and then afterwards, I went to throw away my ticket, and he was like, "You're not gonna scrapbook that?" I said, "Ha ha ha!" And he said, "I think scrapbooking is a dying art." And I was like, "What? What the fuck kind of fag is this?" Isn't that weird? I just uh, like to get home after a long day at work, take my shoes off. Pour myself a little hot toddy. Thank you, Todd. Uh, 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 and I just like to scrapbook about my day. <laughs> I hope you scrapbook about this. I have a scrapbook. You know what it's called? It's called my refrigerator door. <laughs> I'm always recycling. Or like, I'm always um, moving things around and updating it and upgrading, you know? Yeah, I have a, a literally like people will send me their, you know, their like save the date wedding bullshit and magnets so i just slap it on there and then the next one comes and i just slap it on top <laughs> there's like 16 couples fighting for fridge supremacy right now once <laughs> <That's so> your <laughs> wedding comes and goes i don't like remember to take it down <laughs> so they're just like weddings there from like 2012 <laughs> you know what also about this this weird date i remember we went to this i remember thinking to myself this date can't get any worse and then the guy was like have you ever eaten at Bubba Gump's? And I was like, mother fuck. <laughs> so then, then we went there and I, and I was like, what's your strongest drink? And they were like this lemonade something or another. I was like, okay, I'll take two. And he's like, oh, I don't need one. And I was like, no, I'm not sharing. They're both for me. I need both. And I guzzled them both down. And uh, uh, anyway, that's the end of a perfect first date. Yes, that was the fantastic. I can't remember his date. name because I didn't scrap it. When you, when you, uh, whenever you tell me about these awful days, then you're like, and then we broke up six months later when I just uh-huh. had enough. <laughs> so hopefully you never saw him again, right? <laughs> I, had, I had better um, logic as a youngin than I did later on in life. Later on in life, I'm like, I give everyone leeway. Well, you know, <laughs> drinking problem, yeah, maybe, but it's still fun. Yeah, you're still a cool guy. 
<laughs> did heroin right before, but you know, <laughs> the gibberish she said after was super. I'm not fun. gonna, I like, I don't have problems, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh-huh. Not at all, you guys. Oh, Jesus. That is, uh, <laughs> fuck. If someone starts talking about scrapbooking on a first date, I think I have to go home. But right after you told me that he didn't want to go on rides, though, it's like red flag number one. Mm-hmm. Why did you bring me here? Right. Fuck. Fuck. Could have gone anywhere. Took me to the fucking park where there's literally nothing to do but sit or walk. Those are my options. You know what you're getting into. <laughs> gonna fucking show me a roller coaster and be like, nah, just walk right by it. Not. Nah. It took me everything in my power to jump off that fucking that fucking pier and just like swim away to freedom. Yeah. And he likes the scrapbook. You know, it's a great fucking picture to scrapbook on the roller coaster. Like, woo! You know? Totally. Fucking idiot. Fucking loser. If he's going to be a loser in a scrapbook, at least have cool pictures of the fucking scrapbook. Yeah. Where are you going to fucking scrapbook? You walking? Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. God, this guy just really angered me. <laughs> I really just took this personally. <laughs> what a loser. What a loser. But you know who's going to be a loser? You, if you don't come to the greatest comedy show of all time, you guys, because we're coming back to Broadway Comedy Club on Friday, March 17th at 7.15 p.m. with a fucking stack lineup, son, because that's what we do with the greatest comedy show of all time, baby. We bring you the greatest comedy show of all time. And it's hosted by Mr. Mo this time. We got Ron Prendamano doing a set. We got Christiana Jackson from Cash Cab. And you've seen on this show coming to the house. Liz Glazier in there from the New York Comedy Festival. Pedro Gonzalez from The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. And Chloe Radcliffe from Comedy Central headlining. Oh, fucking yeah. It's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. So get your tickets now at tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show. Use promo code FRATCHAT to save 15% of those tickets, baby, and get them now. Again, that's tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show. Or you can go to the Broadway Comedy Club website as well. Whatever you want. Let's give you choices here at the FRATCHAT podcast. Because we're for choice. You know what I mean? That's what that means, right? Just let people choose whatever they want. You know, I think so. Anyways, we're going to roll with it. So get your tickets now. Don't be a loser. Yeah. What does Tiny CC stand for? CC Comedy Club. Tiny dot CC. No, it's a it's a short credit card. Mm. <laughs> Not, it's it's a shortening website called Tiny dot CC. Uh, Maybe like a Chris link and in there. Carlos. <laughs> yes, uh, I own it. I invented it. <laughs> Carlos well, we Cool. Do, we do own Frat Chat, so. That's Why true. Not? You know, you never know what else I'm out there buying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you put your links in there, like a longer link, and then it shortens it for you, so you can, you know, it'll be easier. Otherwise, it'd be like some Eventbrite link, which actually is not really that long, but it has a lot of numbers in it. So I don't think I remember that. But a lot of dashes. So, no. <laughs> okay, so can I tell you something really um, catty? Uh, no, the show's over. See ya. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Bye guys. Wait, so this girl that Wait, you're telling me something us, catty. Yeah. Bring it on. This girl that worked with us. Okay. I thought we had a really good rapport, but um she quit. And she quit. And her, yeah, and her I mean, it just wasn't a good fit, I guess. I don't think she was enjoying it. And I, you know, but anyway, uh, so she quit and in her exit interview, she dragged all of us. And I was so 
um, call off guard because I thought we had a good report and I was super helpful. And like, so when I have staff that's out on the West Coast, um, they, uh, when they close at like seven o'clock their time, it's 10 o'clock my time. So I'm always available and I'm taking phone calls and I'm helping throughout the evening, you know. But she dragged mm-hmm. all of us. And then, so we had a meeting with like HR and my boss about everything that she said. And we were like, ah, maybe that was true. Maybe that wasn't true. I mean, there's some truth in some of this, but I don't know if that was fair to say. And, but I thought to myself, this girl does not know gay people too well. And she should have never told me where she's going next because I'm tempted (laughs) to make an anonymous phone call. You know what I mean? I'm that person. (laughs) So you want to make it uncomfortable for me and my job? Bitch, you got some shit coming your way. So I I spent like the entire week obsessing over how to ruin this person's life. Oh my God. That's obsessed. Like I just see red. I'm like, I cannot believe you would take it there. Why would you do that to us? We did nothing to you. We did nothing but help you out all day, every day. And you're going to turn around and come after us and our livelihood? Bitch, please. You messed See, the wrong just took a very dark turn over here. Yeah. <laughs> very frightened for this lady right now. I think you might want to run away. Please change yeah. your name. Maybe work somewhere else. Yep. Just saying. All of the above. <laughs> But I thought, you you want to cross me? You crossed the wrong homo, little girl. <laughs> I will not jump off this chariot and throw tomatoes with you. I will just run your ass over. That's right. And don't you forget mm-hmm. to never cross that homo again. Yes. <laughs> so kick your ass. Get a steam And look good yeah. while doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, uh, I think I think every gay person should have that song ready if whenever they say something really cool and they just playing it and dance out of the room. I totally. think it would be so cool. That uh, and or Kitty Girl is still my favorite. Yeah. Hey Kitty Girl. It's your just world. Walk out of the room. It's like, oh yeah, you think you think being gay is wrong? Well, you didn't think it was wrong last night when I was fucking your husband. Hey, kitty girl, dude. Do you watch? Um, oh, what's the show called? It was John Stewart. It's the it's his like new show. Oh, not the Daily Show. Not the. Uh... It's like the the problem. No, the project. The. Doesn't matter. Anyway, he interviewed this um, Republican senator from, I think, Oklahoma. The problem, yeah. The problem, right? He, um, mm-hmm. It's such a good show. And he interviewed this guy from uh, Oklahoma who, who was like a staunch like gun lover. And mm-hmm. he was like, I don't think there should be any infringement on my rights, yada, yada, yada. And so John Stewart brought up this like amazing argument. He said, okay, so isn't like voting like a right the guy's like, yeah. He's like, so in order to vote, what do you have to do? And the guy's like, I, you have to you know, turn 18. And John Stewart's like, yes, but what do you have to do? The guy's like, I don't know. And John's like, you have to register. You have to register. He's like, people should register for their guns. You know? Yep. So then um, this guy was like, uh, he's like, you know, obesity is a top killer of Americans. Like, we should um, do something. And John Stewart's like, 
but in your logic, you would give obese people ice cream. He's like, what? He's like, because you're saying to solve the gun problems, we need more guns. That's your logic. I was like, man, this is brilliant. I wish I had, it's all like, I don't know. I just think, I just think John Stewart That's is just an American gen. Yeah, he's the fucking man. I, I was like, yeah, I wish guy. I thought like this, this clearly when I'm talking to coworkers at lunch, because they are like in love with all this like conservative, liberal, you know, thoughts. And I don't, I'm just not intelligent enough to have like a legit debate with them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, just think, I just think John Stewart on my shoulder at all times. That's all you need. Just just have his podcast on or something. Just put it put it yeah. on in the background in your ear and then just quote whatever he says at all times. It'll be totally. No oh, one, just in love with that man. No no. Yeah, he's the man. He's a big John Stewart guy here. Um anyways. So we talked about jizz, we talked about poop, we talked about the comedy show, we talked about John Stewart. Now what's up on the docket? Well, on the docket, or as Simo likes to call it, the dicket. It's time to get to it. <laughs> oh God! Look at him blowing that. I know. Right there. That's uh. That's right there. Just just for you guys watching on YouTube. <laughs> you know what? My new nose so far hasn't really been doing so hot. <laughs> oh God. Well, anyways, it's time. Because we have to finish out this epic tournament, Mr. Mo, that we begun last week. Many couples begun here, and many couples have left. And I don't know why I'm talking like an old preacher, but I kind of like it. Hey, and now it's time to finish out the tournament to determine the greatest couple, the greatest celebrity couple in the history of the world. Actually, I don't know. Just, just the ones we like. That was kind of dramatic. <laughs> and I like it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Just, these are just couples that we love. And um, <laughs> let me remind the, the people who we started out with. We started out with Tom Holland and Zendaya, uh, Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake, uh, Benefer, number one, as it was called Ben Affleck and J-Lo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonny and Cher, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, David Beckham and Victoria, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, Barack and Michelle Obama. I don't know I'm saying it's so Latino there. <laughs> Barack and Michelle Obama. <laughs> John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, George Clooney and Amal, the international lawyer, Betty White and Alan Ludden, uh, Ellen DeGeneres and Portia DeRossi. Uh, Lily Tomlin and Jane Wagner, Beyonce and Jay-Z, Ice-T and Coco, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne, Sharon! Uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono, Brad Pitt and Jen Aniston, and wait for it, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. And we have to make some cuts already, because here's the thing, uh, this was in a tournament of 16, so naturally, we have to get some of these bitches out. The first one that went was Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. We are both naturally, like, Get out of here. They have enough George wins Queen in life. Hall. They have all the money they could ask for. Yeah, and they're like, they don't, need, they don't need this. Don't watch me. But let me put out a book. Buy my book. And my watching my documentary. But leave me alone. Don't know. I don't want you knowing about my life. But make sure you watch my documentary all about my life and read my book all about my life. <laughs> make sure you do that. Just yes. do it. Uh, 
Up next, George Clooney in a mall. Took a dip, nothing personal. They just had to go. Next, uh, Betty White and Alan also had to go. And we just thought Betty. But, but they're already gone, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to be mad about it, to be fair. They don't need to we just thought that Betty was the standalone babe, a woman. You know what I mean? She she didn't need no man. We no one knew her as necessarily like the couple. It was yeah. more about just her, Betty. So Betty everyone, go light a candle for Betty. Yes, we love her. And uh, go light a candle in the bathroom after Simo too, because you don't know what you're walking into. Uh, Lily Tomlin and Jane Wagner went because Simo hates lesbians. Uh, that's what he said. <laughs> It's like, fuck these bitches. Let's be honest, guys. You gotta go. Yeah. (laughs) You and Uh, your cats. (laughs) Not just kidding. It wasn't. It wasn't anything they did. It was technically, you know, just uh, Jane wasn't famous enough. (laughs) So sorry. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, because we just do have to get Jada's name out of our mouths. Uh, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't want to get slapped around here. Um, and John Lennon and Yoko Ono, because that bitch like to ruin performances. They're stupid <laughs> sounds. <laughs> just posted a clip of it if you don't believe us at the Frat Chat Podcast uh, Instagram and uh, and YouTube. So check it out at frat chat podcast on instagram and youtube uh you see my comparison to her actual fucking sounds just you know i'm not crazy this bitch was crazy but anyways uh that led to some epic matchups between uh lucille ball and desi arnaz versus ellen and portia goldie hahn and kurt russell uh, versus ryan reynolds and blake lively ben affleck and J-Lo versus Brock and Michelle Obama. Brittany and Justin versus Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne. Ice-T and Coco versus David Beckham and Victoria Beckham. Tom Holland and Zendaya versus John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. Sonny and Cher versus Brad Pitt and Jen Aniston. And Beyonce and Jay-Z versus Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. And what we have now for round two are the following matchups. Hold on, let me get my let me get my dramatic music back on. Yeah. So dramatic. Gotta have it, you know, it's just super, super dramatic. But anyways. For the first round, round two, we're gonna have Ellen DeGeneres and Porsche versus Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell in a matchup with epic repercussions. Because make sure that's right. Ellen and Portia are only gay couple left on the list. So what will happen? We don't know yet. Also, Brock and Michelle Obama are going to be up against Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne, which I'm not going to lie, is pretty cool. Pretty cool matchup, too. Excited about that. And then, and this happened randomly, the next next two rounds are uh, musician couples. Got Ice-T and Coco. Up against John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. And last but not least, Sonny and Cher. I can be up against a girl that ain't no single lady. Beyonce and Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that, that music makes things seem tense. I like it. <laughs> that, that was a lot of people. 
That was a lot of people. So to get down to eight <laughs> couples amongst all the couples in the world, I think we did a really good job. Mm-hmm. If I don't say so mm-hmm. myself. Um, so uh, we show friends uh, after you know we we had debates, we had arguments about this. Was it easy decisions, you guys? And we ended up not only coming up with some damn good turnovers. There were some slurs. Still. Okay, yes, there was. Yes, some, yes, I'm yes, just yes, gonna yes. say it. There were some slurs, but we have to edit them out. We, we chose them to move on. Canceled. Yes. <laughs> so things are great now. Things are very good now. After some slight mediation and therapy, yeah. First impressions are everything in life, and that is why I'm so thankful for Manscaped. My face looks nice and fresh thanks to the Beard Hedger Pro Kit, and now I can finally get rid of those weird hairs going on in my nose and ears that started coming ever since I turned 35, thanks to the new Weed Whacker 2.0. Gentlemen, meet the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It is the ultimate package that makes it easier than ever to craft your signature look. Wait, you don't have a signature look? What do you mean you don't have a signature look? You gotta have this signature look, people! It all starts with the cordless electric beard hedger. The beard hedger is tough on hair, but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. This waterproof cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair-cutting lengths all in one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons that you're definitely going to lose, and then you're going to be looking for them, and it's going to be a whole thing. God, I'm so happy to be done with that. The Pro Kit also comes with their four dermatologist-tested formulations for your post-trim care. This includes Manscaped Beard Shampoo and Conditioner, Beard Oil, and Beard Balm to moisturize, style, and shimmer your new beard. Plus, the kit has three free gifts, a beard brush, comb, and scissors. Oh, that baby's going to be looking nice. And with a nice beard, your face is perfectly groomed, right? Wrong! You need to keep an eye out for those tough-to-trim ear nose hairs. The brand-new Weed Whacker 2.0 offers improved blades and skin-safe technology with a no-tugging guarantee. It's never been so painless to mind your manholes. And now that your face is looking great, you must try Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0 for the full-body grooming experience. Good news. The Performance Package 4.0 now comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 and all the other below-the-waist grooming products Manscaped is known for. Your significant other will be delighted to see you covering all bases, if you know what I mean. You don't know what we mean? Okay, we'll draw you a picture. So, get 20% off and free shipping with our promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use our promo code FRATCHAT. Always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Uh, anyways. Uh, okay. So we made it here. And we're up to the first round of round two. We got Ellen and Portia versus Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. It's tough. Well, I I really do love lesbians, uh, but <laughs> I but. just Goldie Hawn and Don't Kurt you have Russell, a joke about saying "but" after segments? Usually, <laughs> 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 doesn't end well. It's like when people say, "I'm not racist," but you're like, well, "The next thing's definitely going to be problematic that you say." You know, so I don't I say, hate lesbians. I don't hate I don't hate lesbos, but no, I I obviously I want to have bitches with that. Just kidding. In the perfect world for me, I would have um, 
like a queer person make it to the the finish line, of course. But as far as I'm concerned, um, you know, uh, Goldie Hawn supports queer rights. She actually um, like very firmly denounces anti-gay laws in countries that criminalize gayness. Uh, So I feel like uh, there's no harm in supporting Goldie Hawn because she supports me. Uh, we also still have Cher on on the uh, the docket, so I'm sorry, the dicket. So um, uh, I'm okay with eliminating Ellen and Portia. I think I think that uh, they are um, both very beautiful, amazing women, and I think that they have a beautiful relationship. Uh, but I think of Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell as like Hollywood gold. And I think it's really something special that they said, we don't feel that marriage really is going to cement our relationship. We we're happy. We love each other and we don't need to, we don't need papers to, to say so we're good. And they've been together for, I think, uh, I think at this point, like 40 years. It's amazing. That's a long time. They actually met on Valentine's day. Hello. Oh, that's actually the most adorable thing I've ever heard. I had no idea. Uh, and I'm with you, dude. And, not only are they a good couple, but they're a cool couple who made it through probably like the horniest years of Hollywood mm-hmm. together. Like, like Hollywood is not necessarily the same thing it is now as it is then. Definitely. I mean, there's still a lot of stacks, I'm sure. But back then it was a fucking fuck fest. <laughs> so, yeah. And everybody was breaking up for somebody else. Like, everyone was fucking know. everyone at the same time. Ask Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like you know there's nothing you can do it was just orgies they had left after right it's just you know yeah. <laughs> walking down the street like oh damn is that a titty <laughs> I think it <Yeah>. is <laughs> I'm just going on my way to, to the post office <laughs> couldn't help it it was just Hollywood but uh, so yeah I think uh, I think I'm going to go also with Goldie Hawn and Kurt they're just too cool of a couple. And they're, I don't know, they're still rocking. And note, Simo uh, said, eliminate. <laughs> I I don't want to eliminate them. I like them. I like the uh, the lesbians very much. No, you from, guys, the so list. from the list. From the list. Yeah, sure. Simo's like, yes, make sure you take them out. <laughs> No, we need more queers on this planet. <laughs> hey, Ellen, look, come back here. There's an intern you can yell at. <laughs> no. All the more reason why we need more um, restrictions on um, assault weapons. Okay. So what's oh, up next? Man. Okay, so we have Goldie and Kurt have made it. Uh, up next, we're going to move on to Barack and Michelle Obama versus Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. And uh, this is tough because, see, when I first... Uh, got into Ozzy, it was the kind of thing where, you know, he 
He really was just this all the time. Yeah! Fuck yeah! It's Ozzy! King of fucking hell! He's goddamn Satan! Fuck yeah! He ate the head of a fucking bat! Oh my god! Did you see that? That is crazy! That is the craziest shit ever! And then all of a sudden, he gets this little TV show, and he goes into like, Oh my god, Sharon, I can't find the remote. Oh, I found the remote, but now I can't make it work. Oh, so many buttons on the remote. <laughs> Sharon! The dog shat in the house again! Ah! You know what? <laughs> Ozzy reminds me of Britney Spears a little bit because <laughs> Ozzy was clearly not well. And everyone was like, oh, that's just Ozzy. And right now, I, um, I look at Brittany, I'm like, she's clearly not well. And everyone's like, like, oh, she's just been cooped up in the house for so long, poor thing. I'm like, something's not right with her. Like, yeah, no, guys. Brittany's not. I, and I, I'm not going to lie. I was team free Brittany. I still am. You know what I mean? Let her not fucking be under her dad's conservatorship. But somebody's got to watch out for her. I've been watching her shit. And it's like, mm, what the Poor fuck? thing. Uh, so, um, I would have to go with Barack and Michelle only because Sharon and Ozzy have both been very open about their, them having such a tumultuous relationship. And, uh, I know that a lot of their relationship was plagued with like drug abuse and alcohol abuse and uh, rehabs and a lot of domestic violence against each other. Uh, I think that Sharon has, has said in an interview before that they literally beat the shit out of each other. And so to me, that's not like the gold standard of relationships. And I just feel like, <laughs> I feel like if I, if I were to like name America's family or America's relationship, I would rather have Barack and Michelle on a poster than Sharon and Ozzy. Well, they're so, also British, so you know, you can't have a foreigner take Oh yeah. Their jobs. Get back across the lake, losers. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what that's what i came to america for taking taking your jobs not not those jerks <laughs> you know i also think about like okay so sharon and ozzy's kids in the show were such brats i mean nowadays i'm assuming they behave better but they were such brats and i just thought yeah, man like what awful parents i mean they're funny yeah, i love, I watching love them. Like, them. Awful you're, parents. you're right and then that i look at like always... brock and michelle's family i'm like they're angels they're in love with each other. They're great parents. They have a loving household. Win-win, you know? Yeah, that's true. It's, it's tough to uh, not vote for Brock and Michelle, especially, you know, because to give to give Ozzy and uh, Sharon credit, no, you know, they're stuck together, very tumultuous. Ozzy came from a fucking uh, awful town in England where all there was to do uh, if you didn't make it out, if you didn't make it out as a musician, was to work in a fucking factory, you know? Really? Yeah. I just, yeah, I just yeah. like picture all like Brits being like super fancy. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, it's the kind of thing where he was really came from a fucked up life, and you know he gets out of this awful town with no education and stuff, and then he becomes this crazy rock star where his craziness made him money. So it starts escalating. So it's kind of obviously different backgrounds. Brock didn't come from a good life either, but he wanted to, you know, be a politician and be president and stuff like that. So, 
But where was he I, born? <laughs> don't ask that question, Simo. <laughs> you, you don't know who you're going to bring out. I know. Did he ask where he was born? No, damn it. How did you hear that? I've always heard things, okay? And I've been asking that the whole time. Okay. Was he born in Kenya? Okay. Was he born in was he born in, in China? Okay. We just don't know. No one's ever seen the birth certificate. Yes, we have seen the fucking birth certificate. No, no one's seen it. It's a total mystery. I've never seen it. It's because you closed your eyes when I showed it to you. Okay. I, I'm uh, not going to comment on that. Okay. Okay. Get out of here, Donald. No, I'm not going to. I want to know where he was born. Get out of here, Donald. You know what? God damn it. They Don't ask have... where Rock was born, Simo. You know that. They should have swapped uh, birth certificate for like tax papers. Okay, I'll give you this. You give me that. Let's do a little switcheroo. At the same time, it's only fair. Okay, dude. yeah. What do they oh, should no, have? You too fast. <laughs> He'd never want to do that though, because Donald has little hands. You know what I mean? So I don't know if he could read. <laughs> He'd be too scared to do that swap. Yeah, I'm sure Barack has good manly hands. You know, I've seen him play basketball. <laughs> he could fucking like slam dunk. <laughs> So, anyways, you know, I thought about like, like if you let's say like you're an artist and you've been commissioned to, um, like create a sculpture for every president, and then they're like, like okay, here's here's the clay for Barack. Okay, great. And the next year they're like, okay, here's the clay for Donald. The artist would have to say. I need double the material and we need double it's the cheese because this is a I'm gonna giant need a bigger human. boat. And if you're mad at me, then I'd be mad at him because he eats fried chicken every night. <laughs> I'm going to need a lot more not the epitome of health. Yeah. Bring on the clay trucks. <laughs> you see these jets backing up. Like, bing, like I can, just, I can just imagine Trump being like, "Well, where's where's my statue? There wasn't enough resources, Donald. There wasn't <laughs> enough resources. Make it wide enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Height, no problem. The ground can't support yeah. that much weight. Stop it eating fast food <laughs> all the time. <laughs> oh shit! Bad oh, news bears. Bad news bears. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy, Barack, different backgrounds led to different things. Uh, Sharon was also a total, total ride or die for him and became even his manager, quitting her dad's fucking record label to uh, literally live in poverty for him uh, in order to pursue his dreams and take him to be a star. And they got there. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Barack and Michelle, they're so wholesome, dude. And I mean, it's a couple where, in this case, both both couples, both the man and the wife, are incredibly charismatic and have their own thing going on. Obviously, Ozzy's not necessarily that smart anymore, but <laughs> the man had so much talent that he didn't need it, and she had he had her giant brain. But Barack and Michelle are both brilliant people, and ah, fuck, they're both so cool. You got You got to go with Barack and Michelle. They're the, they're the most like beautiful goddamn couple ever. If I ever found out that it was all a ruse, I would be so disappointed. But you just see that that's true. Yeah, love like, right there. Yeah, because you think about it. Um, so Melania and Donald, 
There's mm-hmm. no way they're fucking. There's no way oh, they're no fucking. Way. She's uh, unless it's under contract, unless she's doing it against her will. Ooh. <laughs> That's true. But um, I, imagine having I can't imagine her being like, come here, daddy. Same with uh, Hillary and Bill Clinton. They're not fucking. They're not fucking. I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea Clinton was a test tube baby. I bet you <laughs> if if um, Bill back Clinton is... Way back in her day. I think that back in the day, they were. And then, you know, eventually Bill started, oh, let him, my fellow Americans, come here. Let me get those today's. And then, you know. Started. See, I think that Bill Clinton is like a fetish weirdo and likes likes to do things that he knows is wrong. He's like, you know what? Monica Lewinsky, mm, she's a six, but this is so wrong. I love it. You know what I mean? That's why he was at. He that's why he was at. He would take phone calls with like you know governors, senators, and shit, negotiating like budgets while getting blowjobs from her, which is wild. Ugh, so weird. But to be fair, she probably prevented so many wars. You know what I mean? Like she gets them happy. You gotta send the nukes right now. What are you gonna do? Oh, I'm so stressed. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna need to. Uh, I need to nuke to bomb Mexico, and then all of a sudden you hear the zipper. <laughs> Zoop. Yeah, but you hear a little. But <laughs> all of a sudden, oh, oh, oh! Never mind. Don't please don't blow. Don't blow Mexico anymore. Just blow me. I mean, no, just don't. Take down the nukes, and then boom, you know. I just think that I wouldn't be surprised if I saw Bill Clinton's name on the guest list of Epstein's scary island on multiple occasions. Same with Trump, but I I can't even imagine Barack and Michelle being disrespectful no. to each other and their relationship and being uh, caught up in the lifestyle of like the creepy rich old men. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know. You know damn well that uh, Barack and Michelle solve all their problems, you know, with some hot cocoa around a fire. You know, little he puts, he wraps like a little blanket over her shoulder. He's like, uh, Michelle, uh, I think we all both learned a very important lesson today. Yeah, uh, I love you. Uh, I promise I'll do better next time. She's like, oh, kiss me, Barry. Uh, not until the children go to sleep. <laughs> go to bed. Get. Uh, all right, kiss me, woman. <laughs> and you know I the next being like, love. being like, I'm holding the bottle. I'm holding the water <laughs> bottle, so I only I can talk. No, honey, that's the rules. I only I can talk is I'm holding this, and then when you hold this, you can tell me what you have to say. I feel like they're very structured like that. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. Like, uh, Michelle, we agreed as a couple that this morning we would be having waffles and you made pancakes. And that was a decision uh, that you should have made uh, as a couple. You're right, Barry. Next time I'll consult you. That's all I ask. <laughs> you know what? On... Saturday nights, when the grandparents are watching the kids, they take their twin beds and they put them together <laughs> and they snuggle. It's beautiful. 
uh, Michelle, uh, we should do this more often. <laughs> That's like, right, yeah. Barry. This is this is quite nice. <laughs> and uh, the kids won't be home for another two hours, so you know what that means. Uh, we can watch Disney Plus. That's right, Michelle. <laughs> And then Dick Van Dyke on TV Land. Yeah. I'm going to show you my dick. <laughs> Turns on the Dick Van Dyke show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, okay. They, they win. They win. <laughs> Barack and Michelle. You, you, that's fucking love, dude. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. So they made it on to the semifinals and up next this is a pretty cool uh, matchup of the hip-hop r&b stars you got yeah. ice t and coco facing off against john legend and chrissy Teigen. you know what and uh coco was a model too so coco and chrissy have both got their start modeling Ooh. That's true. And they both have just ginormous, just personalities. big set of personalities. Yes, exactly. Yes. You knew where I was going with that. Great. You know, because we're not. And it's a nice set of personalities get in the way. <laughs> exactly. Especially when we're trying to walk through doors <laughs> of Definitely opportunity. Big, big personalities. <laughs> Sometimes, uh, you know, things uh, just get a little catty. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways um honestly here's the thing i love john legend i love his music i love chrissy i think she's cool but i think every once in a while she puts her foot in her mouth a little too much it kind of annoys me and she then tries to spin things around I kind of make herself the victim a little bit, you know what I mean? Which I don't, I don't, I don't like people who, you know, I know she's had a tough go. Don't get me wrong. You know, they've had, uh, they had the miscarriage and shit. Awful. Awful. I'm not, that's not, you know, don't blame her for feeling certain. But before that, you know, she, she kind of had a, uh, history of being a mean girl a little bit. So it doesn't matter how much John Legend makes me dance. Ice T and Coco never make me feel that way. They always make me laugh. It's always cool. Ice yeah. T, man, says pimping ain't easy. Great rapper, great actor. Uh, he even dabbled in in metal, and that is not. I'm, I'm, I'm fanning out over Ice T over here, but together as a couple, they're so cool and funny. And you know, he's I don't know. I just feel like I think they represent more that like cool hip-hop couple you know ice T, the bling ass rapper with his wife with the giant ass and the big titties that he fucking loves and they're out there having the greatest time ever i mean when john legend and chrissy Teigen together i just feel like if you invited them to a hollywood party they would spend the entire time telling you how you should save the environment you know what i mean see i think that chrissy would get really drunk and he would have to like babysit her take her home <laughs> I can see her like getting her on her soapbox. Everyone's like, okay, like you were, you were like number, voted number six in Maxim's top 100 one year. Like, okay, great. Step down off your soapbox. People here are actually yeah. important. 
that's actually very true. Hmm. You know, I feel like <laughs> maybe she'd be like super close to saying <laughs> like the N word or something. She'd be like, it's okay. It's okay. I'm married yeah. to one. Yeah. I have to say it. Uh, no. Uh, no, don't touch me. Do you know who I am? I'm Chris and Tegan. I can say it. Well, <laughs> I've never thought about it like definitely that. Definitely cannot. And I think that um, Icy and Coco, they got married. And I think that like 10 years later. So I think they like renewed their vows. Which is yeah, cute. they're so sweet. And I think they have a big house like in Jersey, right? He's very straight laced too. And I loved when he told Soldier Boy that his music was garbage. It was like killing the hip hop, um, like the ruining the history of hip hop. (laughs) As a guy who liked the Soldier Boy songs, you I thought it was a cool beat. Yeah, he's right. (laughs) No offense to Soldier Boy. Great. Good for you for making it. I think Uh, that it's quoted that he called it garbage, the word he used. Mm. He wasn't like, I don't like it. He was like, it's over his accent, it's garbage. And and I see the thing is, like, he's the fucking OG of rap. Like I said, he dabbled in so many different music genres. The guy knows music (laughs) and he's great at it. He fucking shit. When Ice T says you suck, what do you do? It's like Dave Chappelle said, we suck at comedy. It's like, see, for, for, um, some of us, like, like Carlos, you're pretty young. So your biggest feud of your lifetime is probably um, like Jennifer Aniston or uh, Angelina Jolie, right? And then, and then before that, it was like Tanya Hardy, Nancy Kerrigan, the Olympics, and, you know. Oh, yeah. And then before that, it was yeah. like it's like um, uh, Tupac and Biggie, right? Yeah. And before well, that, my generation, it was Ice T. Or LL Cool J. They had the beef. Oh. Wow. Which I think was just like a, like a hoax. Just like the yeah, have like some a, fun and whatever. I don't think they piece. hated each other. But that's what I grew up being like. <gasps> Which one? I like them both. I felt very yeah, torn. They're both great. And they're both totally different in their own way. Like the rap about different shit. And, you know, LL's like the pretty guy with the giant packs and sweet abs dimples. ice tea is more dirty mm-hmm. in your face yeah, yeah there's dimples uh though he could you know have that street don't call it a calm back you know um but the ice tea was just you know fucking ice tea he's, he's goddamn he did not like cops and now he plays one on tv and that's so funny <laughs> wow now he gets paid billions to play one yeah yeah i think Both. i gotta go with ice tea and coco dude i really do i just yeah, yeah man sorry john legend and Chrissy, but you guys, just something about you guys. <laughs> Please don't hate me. Um, okay. For the official round. And now we're on to the final battle of this round before we make it to the semifinals. We got Sonny and Cher versus Beyonce. And Jay Z. And no, this was difficult because uh, previously things were very black and white. <laughs> Not like this round, but you know, <laughs> in the sense of. <laughs> <laughs> in the sense that we said, oh, well, this couple's still together or whatever, versus that couple 
got divorced. Obviously, we got to go with the one that's still together type thing. But while Sonny and Cher divorced, they stayed very great friends until the end of uh, Sonny's life. There was a lot of mutual love and respect there. Versus Beyonce and Jay-Z, they're still together, but we've all seen the video of a certain sister of Beyonce attacking a certain husband of Beyonce in an elevator because of some uh, cheating. And we've heard the songs from Beyonce, and we all know that, you know, Jay-Z was out there banging all the single ladies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So can't take that out of it. Can't, you know, longevity not necessarily uh, answers the question here. You got both couples that wrote hit singles with each other. Uh, all you need in my life is that me and my boyfriend, me and my boyfriend, versus I got you, babe. I got you, babe. So they're very similar in, in many ways. I don't know. If, if don't you know. and Julie... We're drunk at the bar and singing karaoke. Which romantic song would come to your mind first? Uh, well, it would be easier for us to do I Got You, Babe, because, you know, no offense to Julie. I don't think she could hold the choreography with me to do G- Jay-Z and Beyonce, you know? Fair. One of their songs together. So I'm not going to go out there and make myself look like a fool. You know what I mean? Just because she can't keep up. <laughs> so <laughs> naturally, I'm going to go with the Sway song so she can, you know, just sway. <laughs> can't go wrong, Sway. <laughs> well, I would have to do I Got You, Babe, just because I can't read fast. <laughs> you know? So <laughs> And English is a smarter second language, so it wouldn't be fair to do. Yeah, yeah it works either way. You both can't read that fast. Yeah. <laughs> so I I think I do think Sonny and Cher are a cuter couple, for sure. But honestly, I think fuck, it would be a disservice to not send Beyonce and Jay Z forward because they are fucking the megastar couple in the world and have been for the last like 10 fucking years so you know i I questioned their relationship a lot and then i know they got married like without like camera crews so i thought okay well maybe this is like for love but i i just i just can't imagine them having anything but a very transactional like relationship it's very much the thing is at this point if it was the case, we're getting divorced. They each are worth like a fucking billion dollars. Like, I think collectively. I don't think separately. I think collectively. Yeah, no, 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 no. Beyonce herself uh, is worth like a fucking billion. And then he, they're worth like a lot, huh? Beyonce net worth. Let's go. Oh, she's worth 500 million. Okay, you're right. Jay-Z net worth. And this is as of 2022. Jay Z's worth one billion. She's worth five hundred million. So honestly, if they got divorced and just walked their separate ways at this point, there's no reason for them to stay together. In fact, it would maybe even benefit Beyonce to be single again at this point. After all the shit, career wise, I get the sense she's a homebody. She doesn't drink or do any drugs or anything. She's just a mom, likes to hang out with her kids. You know, I think. I'm very torn with this one. I actually don't like either of these couples because Sonny and Cher, they didn't make it. And Beyonce and Jay-Z, I don't think, are really in love. 
I do I do think it's it's for I don't know. I don't care. I I leave it up to you because I just hope that neither of these two make it to the final round. That's all. <laughs> well, they're gonna have a tough matchup next, anyways, because they'll be facing up against Ice T and Coco. So I'm gonna go with Beyonce and Jay-Z. They are the fucking megastar couple. They are it and have been for quite some time. And uh, I think, you know, aside all the bullshit, you know, the, uh, there's love there somewhere still. Otherwise, I do think they would have got divorced by now. That's just me. So I will, I will send them through. To the semis. Now we're down to the last two rounds. Four couples. Uh, hold on. Let me get my let me get my dramatic music going. Yes. Four couples. All of them. Pretty epic have way more money than we do <laughs> uh, first you're gonna have Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell against Barack and Michelle Obama and then Ice-T and Coco face off against Beyonce and Jay-Z what are we gonna do oh god um, so Goldie and Kurt Versus Barack and Michelle. Well, if you pick one couple, you're racist. If you pick the <laughs> other couple, you're patriotic. So, <laughs> I didn't mean uh, for this tournament to turn into race wars, you guys. <laughs> From the Yikes. last round of this war, uh, <laughs> we don't see color here at the Frat Chat Podcast. Uh, we my gut is telling me Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Do you want to send them? I, I honestly, I'm with you because okay, Barack and Michelle again, beautiful. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, beautiful. But Barack and Michelle, they don't hit. While they are a very much an it couple for me. Don't get me wrong. If I walked into them right now, I would find I would fangirl like a little bitch. But Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell have that it factor that that rock star status almost, you know what I mean? Even though they're both movie stars, it's like, holy shit. They have seen it all. They have rocked through it all. They're still working. Um, I think they, they hit that definition for me of a, of a badass celebrity couple more than Brack and Michelle. You know, that's just me. I think that if we were to run into both couples at a party, I think Barack and Michelle have probably mastered, I'm not saying it's disingenuous, but I'm sure they probably mastered their like public face. Like, okay, we're amongst people. We're going to, um, so I don't know if what we see in person with Barack and Michelle is strategy or if it's the authentic, the, this, their authentic selves, which isn't a bad thing. I don't think that when people see it work, yeah, it's probably what you had see. To. You know, you know, literally, um, he wore a tan suit, and Fox News called him a terrorist. So it's like he kind of has to. I so I, I think that if I were to see Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn in public, that their dynamic would be very, very similar, if not identical, to the dynamic that they have at home. I just think that they're a bit yeah. more of a genuine couple. So I have to go with them for sure. I feel like uh, I'd like to. <laughs> Just hang out with them at a Hollywood party, but then we would somehow end up in like a Chili's taking shots and eating cheeseburgers. 
Yeah. <laughs> or we will all be joint. in or we all be in a hot tub holding 40s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm with that. So yeah, I, I I think we're gonna have to send them through, which wow, this was a one that I thought would take us longer to discuss. But we're pretty much on the same page there. So that's great. Goldie and Kurt are making it to the finals, which means now we have Ice Tea and Coco versus Beyonce and Jay Z. You know what I think. It's up to you. <laughs> Ooh, this is tough. I don't think Beyonce and Jay Z are in love. And quite frankly, I don't know how Beyonce is able to make love to Jay Z, knowing that she can get with anyone in the world, being like one of the most beautiful women in the world. And she settled with Jay Z. Looks like someone squished his head. <laughs> And maybe his head got squished in the birth canal, like, like a jelly bean. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he should uh, hang out in a claymation world with Gumby. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, see, at least here, it's funny because, I mean, it's it's kind of a the same situation here for both of the ladies. They're definitely way more attractive than their counterparts <laughs> in this particular case. Um, yeah, I mean, sure, Jay-Z and Beyonce wrote Crazy in Love, but were they really crazy in love when they wrote that? Not so much. Did they write it? <laughs> I think Beyonce, well, maybe, who, let me see, who wrote writer Crazy in Love? Uh, it's a song written by Beyonce, featuring rappers from her future husband. Why doesn't it say it right away? Um, actually, I read that. Who wrote Crazy in Love? Beyonce, Jay-Z, Rich Harrison, and Eugene Record. So it was a bunch of them. But they helped. <laughs> and, Jay- and Jay-Z did his verse, <laughs> I guess. So, uh, but yeah, uh, two months later, you see uh, Solange like, Why the fuck you cheating my sister, you bitch? So it makes you think that, uh, you know, he was also crazy making love um i'm gonna go with iced tea and cocoa i have to too and i i think that i don't know i mean they had a reality tv show called ice loves cocoa right right for three seasons i mean um most reality shows destroy relationships think about it they always do on the housewives they go on happily married and then they after a couple seasons they're all divorced and Mm -hmm. single ready to mingle i think that that's a testament of ice tea and coco's relationship if if reality tv didn't break you i mean you got it yeah i'm with you so they'll be making it to the finals wow and now you guys hold on i gotta get it i gotta get dramatic again and we have made it to the finals, you guys. After 22 couples started out, and then we whittled it down to 16 to do the tournament. We have now, after an epic battle of couple supremacy, narrowed it down to two final couples. Maybe I should do it with a deep voice. Two final couples, yeah! Two final yeah, couples, yeah. We got <coughs> Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell up against Ice-T and Coco. Who's it going to be? 
Hmm. <sighs> this one's tough. The, these are the two that I was like, man, they're the last two. This is going to be really hard. I think I'm very torn. I love them both dearly. Is that because of this or because of Osmario last night? <laughs> what? So you're very torn? <laughs> oh, oh, no. I'm on the weather. I, I told them none. Can't have it. I was like, baby, I this nipples. No one make me feel better. If you ate my ass. So uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think that I'm just trying to think of like what like the world would say. And I think that like older people would, would be like, Chloe Hall and Kurt Russell are such a cute couple. But I think I feel like the younger generation wouldn't be like as excited. But I think that both old and young generations would be like, Ice T and Coco are like the a couple. I don't know. I'm I'm torn by I I feel like more That's people have probably me support young and old generations coming yeah. together to discuss. <laughs> I I think that Ice T and Coco when I see them on the red carpet I get a little bit more excited than when I see Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell if they go to an event. Mm. Do you think that Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell would be as relevant today if it wasn't for their famous daughter? Kate Hudson. No, nah, because Kurt Russell's doing some big, big movies still, man. He's he's doing Marvel movies and shit. He's he's still. He is. Who was he in that? Uh, he was the dad for uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. He played Chris Pratt's dad and like the. Oh second, really? Which was huge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, that's good. Let's see Kurt Russell movies recently. He's been in a lot of stuff that I've been watching. Uh. Oh, damn it, this is all in Spanish. You know, he hasn't been in me, unfortunately. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> there we go. Kurt Russell movies. For some reason, my thing was in Spanish. Oh, yeah, he was in the Fast Furious saga. Uh, he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, uh, something Bodsey, as I said. Yeah, those are he did Deep Water Horizon with Mark Wahlberg recently. He's been The Hateful Eight, which was a fantastic fucking movie with uh uh yeah, fuck Samuel L. Jackson and uh that's like that's a Quentin Tarantino movie. And Jamie Foxx, I believe, is in that. Uh no, he's not in that, but yeah, Sam Sam Jackson is. Crazy, crazy good movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is uh He's had a career, man. He's still rocking. So I think, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, what's what's the Ice T's TV show? And, uh, not long, is it not Law and Order? No, right? The cop show? Yeah, yeah Law and Order. Um, it's big and all, but Kurt Russell is definitely making it much bigger right now. Goldie, I don't think, has been acting that much recently, but. She's yeah. just tiny little parts in the Christmas Chronicles, right? Is that what it's called? Yes, yes, yes. Something like that. That's with what, Kurt that's, Russell. Yeah, but she's just a tiny little part in it. Yeah, but there's no such thing as small parts. Just small penis. Just small penises. Remember that. Yeah, let's write that down, people. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so um, I really... See, this is tough because 
As far as who I would like to hang out with more, Ice-T and Coco, I feel like would be the people I would go to the concert with or the party with. But Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell would be the people I'd have I hang out at the after party with and, like, chill out and smoke that joint and, you know. Um, I think I can't deny that Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell are the most iconic Hollywood couple right now. I think I got to go with them. <sighs> and you don't have to change yours. We can have a tiebreaker. We just have to figure out who to call. I know. I, I don't disagree with you. I think they're a great couple, but I also don't think that they, um, I don't just don't, I just don't see them as often. So I'm just going off yeah, memory. Hang out with Ice and Coco all the time. But I see them on. I see them in every awards show. You know. Um, yeah, but just I because think, a couple likes attention more than the other doesn't mean you know. I feel like, fuck, how many award shows have have Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn going to in their day? They're probably they're probably over it. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to. You know, I I think I'm gonna have to agree with you on Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. They've been together for 40 years and. And uh, Ice Team Coco have been together for like twenty years, so they have double the amount of of longevity. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's why I chose um, some other. That was my reasoning for some other decisions I made in last week's episode. So I felt like I'll just go with that again. They've been in it to win it the longest, and. Uh, that's it. And they, they're not even married. And they still are a power go. couple. Okay. That's my final away. answer. And they never did. So, I still we have made for it saying that. to the end. <laughs> <laughs> we have made it to the end of our epic tournament, you guys. And determined the greatest celebrity couple of all time. Congratulations to Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. You guys are such a cool couple. From your sexy days where you started together onto your now, you know, slightly older and saggier days. We still love you guys. So let us know what you think of Simo's dance moves over there. But also let us know what you think of our results of the list. Did we get this right? Is there any couple that you thought should have gone further? Did we miss a couple altogether that you thought should have been in there? Let us know if you love it. Let us know if you hate it. Follow us at Frat Chat Podcast on all social channels. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. And, of course, follow our YouTube page and watch our show clips and hilarious content at Frat Chat Podcast on YouTube. Make sure you give me a follow as well at Carlos Does the World. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on TikTok. And, of course, on YouTube. And follow my Twitter at Carlos Does World. And last but not least, make sure you follow my buddy Simo over there at Chris.Mordo comedy on instagram on tiktok and see more comedy on the old twitter machine oh yeah and all right mr mo it's time it's time it's time for me to go to the bathroom so get us out of here please <laughs> i like i like to motion to adjourn this meeting please and i second all right, you guys. We'll be back next week with another fantastic episode of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. The Franchise Podcast. See ya. Ciao.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.